Hey, welcome to the Healthy Style Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm a health coach and a podcaster, and I'm here to share everything I possibly can to help you transform your life. And I'm here to talk all things health and wellness, beauty, skincare, daily routines, and transformation that will empower you to own your life and become the best version of yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, tea, or green juice and sit back and enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. This episode is for all the women and moms out there. We are going to talk about all the ways to prevent, not just detect breast cancer. We are in the month of October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Jackie, our guest, is here with us to share her inspiring story and biggest lessons. I met Jackie through my uh, my friend Vanessa from Cleansing Concepts in Red Bank, New Jersey, And she introduced us to the Prove It Challenge. And my other friend, Jessica Roberts, she's the PA at Her Space Med Spa. Her and I wanted to do a cleanse and we ended up doing the Prove It Challenge from Shackley. And we loved it so much that we're actually offering it now at the Med Spa. So you can find out more info in the show notes. But we ended up meeting Jackie through um, basically Shackley and learning about her story. And we did an event together and she's just such an inspiring woman. So a little bit about Jackie, Jackie Totillo is the owner of next generation fitness, a company she founded to promote foundational wellness and physical fitness. It wasn't until she was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 52 that she got hyper-focused on how to optimize your immune system, eliminate toxins in your life, and eat eat like your life depends on it. She speaks frequently about her breast cancer journey and is passionate about sharing what she has learned to change the discussion from breast cancer awareness to breast cancer prevention. Jackie is the mom of three daughters in their 20s, and happily married to her husband, Paul, for 28 years. She is happiest riding her bike up and down Jersey Shore and relaxing on the beach in Seabright, New Jersey. So we live in a time where there's so many toxins around us, which we can't control, but there are ways to detox and put into practice some of these things that we will talk about in here. It is such a good episode. I really admire Jackie, and she's a really great example of taking control of her health when hit with a challenge. We talk about the importance of healthy nutrition and how it ties into how healthy we really are and feel. Jackie shares all of her tips that she uses to detox her body, why it's so important to clean up your environment and use non-toxic cleaning supplies all the different ways to reduce stress, why we should not use perfumes. We talked about the Prove It Challenge from Shackley and so much more. So make sure you listen to the entire episode because there's a lot of great information out there. And before we dive in into the conversation, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review. It's the best way to support the show and make sure that it reaches more people. And please share it with your friends or on Instagram. I really, really appreciate it. So without further ado, let's welcome Jackie. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's show. And I want to welcome Jackie Totillo to our podcast. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Michaela. Thanks for having me. 
Of course. So happy to have you here. I wanted to, I wanted to have you explain a little bit more about your journey and the steps that you have taken once you uh, found out your diagnosis and just give us a little bit more information on that. Okay, great. Um, actually, it was four years ago to the day that I was diagnosed with um, invasive lobular and invasive ductal breast cancer. Um, I was 52 years old and I had two daughters that had, you know, just gone off to college and one still in high school. And I was getting ready to look forward to what I was going to do in the next chapter of life. And, and I found myself diagnosed with breast cancer with no history in the family. Um, you know, and I, I actually prided myself on, on really living a very healthy and active life. So it, it came as such a shock when I was diagnosed. Wow. And so what, like, what are the steps that you've taken once you found out? Well, as you can imagine, it was, um, it was a long journey. And when I was first diagnosed, one of the questions that I really asked all my doctors was how do I prevent my daughters from getting this? Because, you know, early on, I found out that I had a very non-aggressive um, form of breast cancer. And as long as I had a double mastectomy, um, I really would be considered um, cured. They caught it early and I didn't have to have chemo or radiation. So I was extremely fortunate in that respect. Um, but as I went along, um, I really couldn't believe that I had gotten it. Um, like I said, the doctors kept telling me that it was a very non-aggressive, slow-growing form of breast cancer um, that I had probably had for quite a number of years. Um, and I, I'll, just, I'll just let you know, I had been getting mammograms regularly. So um, I always thought that, okay, walking out of there, I don't have breast cancer. But as it turns out, it doesn't always show up on a mammogram. Yes, you need to um, have them every year, but it's not until they get to a certain size that they're actually detected. Um, so, you know, those self-exams are extremely important because a lot of times you will feel it before they see it on a mammogram. Um, and that's exactly what happened to me. So at that point, I, you know, was really just on a mission to having the double mastectomy and figuring out how to prevent my three daughters from getting it. So I was um, in the middle of treatment and someone invited me to a detoxifying your home event. And I was like, okay, this is probably a really good idea since I had this diagnosis. And what I learned that night was all the cleaning products that my mom had used and I had continued to use were really harmful to our health. Um, they contain, you know, fragrances and bleaches and things like that that really are toxic to our bodies and they do build up over time. So that really was eye-opening. And it was that night that I decided that I was gonna switch out all my cleaning products and I chose to use um, the Shackley cleaning products. And that, that was the first time that I was introduced to this company named Shackley. This company has been around for 65 years and really has 
um, all products that are natural and plant-based. So swapping out the cleaning products was extremely easy and it happened overnight. So that's really where I started. And then as I went through treatment, um, you know, I learned things along the way where I took other steps to continue this um, healthy living and really prevention track. Awesome. And I just have a question. I think a lot of times people think that to clean up their home environment and to go toxic free, that it's not as effective. How did you, you said it was easy to transition from like toxic cleaning to non-toxic, but did you find it to be as effective? Um, I actually did. I mean, the cleaning products that, and I've heard the same thing that, that you've heard. Um, a lot of people try different products and, you know, they'll get one product from here and another product from there. And they're constantly searching for different products to accumulate. Um, Shackley has done a really good job in really identifying all the main products and packaging it in one kit. But the best part about it is that they really do work. Um, I haven't come across any product that is not as efficient or effective as you know those bleach products. And the one, the one thing I can say about it is I never have to worry about it, right? I know that if they have a product, I'm just gonna use it because I've never come across a product that doesn't work. And I don't have to think about whether or not there's harmful ingredients in it because that is their number one pre premise that they do not wanna harm anything whether it's the environment or cells in our body. So, so it's really, I love that. yeah, it gives me such peace of mind where I really don't have to think about it. It just is a natural thing. Yeah. And I just want to point out that everything that we do in our life from stuff that we put on our body to the, the things that we spray around our home, the candles, like all of those things have an effect on our health. Everything is connected. So just making certain swaps in certain areas can improve your health and also your, you know, your family, your kids and how to, you know, it's, it's a way to prevent things from happening. Um, so it's a great way. And I know that, you know, a lot of quote unquote natural products on the market, like that you get even at whole foods and stuff like that still has a lot of chemicals in there. So you know, I would encourage people to do their research and, you know, what they're putting in into their home and essentially into our body because we absorb everything. And um, I did want to go into a little bit about your journey. So like once you found out, did you end up working with one doctor and, or, or did you experiment with different doctors? How, did you tap into yourself and, and get to, you know, listen to your intuition to know what was right for you? Mm -hmm. um, that's a great question. After I was done with all my surgeries and had been exposed to Shackley, I was at the point where I was getting ready to get back to the gym and really get my energy back. Um, I was finally cleared by my surgeons about a year after I was first diagnosed. And I became extremely frustrated because I would go to the gym and come home and I would have to take a nap because I just was exhausted. And I thought I'd get over that pretty quick, but it really lingered for a while. 
Um, and it was that point in time that I really decided I needed to focus on my nutrition and figure out what my body needed and really the quality of what I was putting into my body. And it, um, it came down to the fact that I chose to do the Prove It Challenge. And the Prove It Challenge is a 30-day challenge that starts with a seven-day healthy cleanse. And it was within three days of starting that cleanse where you eat fruits and vegetables and take some cleansing supplements that I started to get my energy back. And at the end of 30 days, after doing the cleanse and then making sure that my body was getting the foundational nutrition it needed, um, I felt fantastic. And it was at that point in time that it really dawned on me that, you know what, there's a lot that's missing in our, our nutrition that we don't even know about, right? I thought all along that I was feeding myself and my family really healthy, um, but I was learning that my body didn't have what it needed because I didn't really feel that great. So now here, after my diagnosis and starting this challenge, I was giving my body the foundational nutrition that it needed, and I felt fantastic. So I really continued along that journey and it was about a year and a half after that, that I started working up with a functional medicine doctor. And I did that because if you know anyone that, that has had cancer, it really kind of never ends. You know, there's always follow-up to do or ongoing treatment. And I was really fortunate that I didn't have any chemo or radiation, but the one ongoing treatment that I had to have was I was supposed to take tamoxifen for 10 years. And at this point in time, I was about two years into taking it. And I was suffering from the worst side effect that you can have on it. And that was depression. And I decided that I needed to find a way to not take it, but also make sure that I was protecting my body from a reoccurrence, right? Because tamoxifen is supposed to help prevent a reoccurrence. So that's obviously a concern. However, living and feeling good is something that everyone wants to do, right? So it was at this point in time that the functional medicine doctor ran a couple tests, a blood test and a urine test. And we found a couple of things. Um, we found that my body wasn't absorbing protein properly, which, you know, I was drinking protein shakes and eating good, clean protein. So that was kind of shocking. Um, and he ran a urine test and obviously he's seen this before, so he knew what to look for. But what he found was in this urine test, it was called an environmental pollutant panel. And what he found was I had an extremely high toxic load built up into my body of industrial chemicals. Um, they were named like tulene, styrene, phthalates, parabens, like all the things that you hear about that are um, labeled xenoestrogens or endocrine disruptors. And my body was full of these. And it was really just from a lifetime of taking in all these chemicals from the environment that we live in, right? I'm from central Jersey and I've lived in New Jersey pretty much my entire life. And unfortunately, it's a 
you know, we have a lot of toxic chemicals in our air and our environment around here, and you just can't escape it. But what happens when they start to build up in your body is um, you get to a tipping point where I was taking in all these chemicals and my body and specifically my liver couldn't process them all. So what happens is they get dumped into your fat cells, okay? And they build up so much that you wind up with diseases. And the disease that I got was breast cancer. Um, you know, other people may get a different disease, but I got breast cancer. So what the doctor said was, you need to do a couple of things in order to ensure that you are supporting and making sure that your immune system is as strong as it can be. And the things that he said were, you need to ensure your foundational nutrition is solid. He said, eat like your life depends on it. And we can talk further about that. But the second thing he said was, you need to start detoxifying your body because all these chemicals that are built up in your fat cells need to come out. And what that looked like was, you know, making sure that you're cleaning up your environment. So, you know, your cleaning products and your skincare products are clean. So you're not exposing yourself to more toxins, but you know, going and sitting into an infrared sauna three or four times a week to sweat out all the toxins that are already there. And then exercise and make sure that you are doing some, so, some form of stress reduction because that is so, so important in maintaining a healthy body. So really that's what I did. Eat like my life depended on it. And I did the detoxification by sitting in an infrared sauna. And after 12 weeks, we reran that environmental pollutant panel and the toxic load in my body was cut by two thirds. So, wow. Yeah, it was really incredible. Oh my God. How did you feel? You know what? I feel fantastic. I really do. And it's, you know, when you look at these chemicals that build up, there's a lot of different side effects, one of them being depression, right? So, so that combined with tamoxifen, I think really affected me very profoundly. Um, but by getting rid of the um, buildup of chemicals in my body and stopping the tamoxifen and ensuring that my foundational nutrition was as good as it can be, um, I really feel like a million bucks. Oh my gosh. That is so inspiring. Amazing. And it's, it's a foundation that I sort of go by as well. All of those uh, steps. What is your nutrition look like at the moment? And how is it different from, let's say, before you got diagnosed? And like you said, you believed that you ate healthy, that you fed your family healthy. Like what, like what is the difference now? The, the biggest difference now is that I try not to eat any processed foods, right? Um, when, when you're feeding your body whole foods like fruits and vegetables and things like that, that's really what your body craves after a while. Um, and by eliminating processed foods and sugar, that's really the key to what I've been doing for the past, you know, 
three, three and a half years. And it's, it's largely easy to do if you're focused on it and you just keep it at the forefront of your mind. And then when you start to feel as good as I do, you, you know, every once in a while, I'll eat something that's processed or have that pizza that I really want because it does taste so good. I mean, I'm not a machine and no one should be, but it's after eating that, that you're like, oh, you feel sluggish or you need a nap or something like that. And it gets to the point where um, I just don't want to feel that anymore. Right. So it's, it's not like I'm depriving myself because I do allow myself to have those things um, periodically. It's just that I feel so good eating whole foods and it's just not worth it to eat the other things really. I agree. I agree. I believe when your body is, doesn't have as much toxins, it, it's easier to crave healthier foods. So I do believe a proper detox is essential regularly, right? I know you do the Shackley, the prove it challenge. I've done it with Jessica from her space med spa. And this is something that we truly believe in and turning your health around, turning your, you know, whether you're tired or you can't sleep well or moods, whatever it is, I think it's, it's masked, you know, what it's, it's connected to this and, and the toxic load. So what is your, um, what is your typical day of nutrition look like? Like, what do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Give us some specifics, please. Well, every day I pretty much start with a protein shake and it's just protein shake and a almond milk and shake it up. And, and that's what I drink every morning. Um, I take along with my vitamins. And then at lunchtime, I usually eat a salad with some grilled chicken in it. Um, you know, lots of different vegetables. If I have vegetables from the night before, I'll throw them in. Um, and it, it's really just that. And then I'll eat, um, you know, fruits or carrots throughout the day, picking on that and a little nuts. And then for dinner, I like to eat, um, you know, we'll pretty much have a lean protein, whether it's fish two, two nights a week, and then some chicken another night. And, um, and then a side of two or three different vegetables, whether it's another additional salad or one of my favorites is roasted vegetables. I just throw everything on a sheet pan in the oven and toss it with some spices and and that's really my go-to vegetable medley um, for the night. Love that. Sounds so yummy. So has your family shifted in their eating as well after, you know, after your change? They really have. Um, you know, they've, they're obviously in their, their 20s. My, the three of them are in their 20s right now, um, my girls. And, you know, obviously they're very busy and eating on the run all the time, but they have adopted the protein shake in the morning, which gives them that foundational nutrition for the day. And then, you know, whatever you do after that, whether it's a good eating day for them or a not so good eating day for them, at least I know they have their, their foundational nutrition. Um, so, so they have adopted a lot of our habits and what they do outside I'm sure they're not perfect, but they are much more aware of nutrition mm -hmm. at their age than I was at their mm -hmm. age. 
So, mm-hmm. so they do make and healthy choices. You have three daughters. Is there, do you have conversations with them about prevention and, and give them, you know, some tips or is it something that, you know, that they've seen you transition and, and, you know, that it's made an impact on them on the way that they live their life. Um, how do you have any tips for mothers with daughters in terms of how to talk about this, you know, this sort of stuff and, and how it affects them? Well, it's, that's a great question. And it, it's very frustrating because it's not emphasized enough, right? Um, when I was going through my treatment and talking to the traditional medical doctors, my first question to them was, how do I prevent my daughters from getting this? And they all would tell me, just have them start getting mammograms 10 years earlier than normal. And to me, that's early detection, right? Which is so important. It obviously saved my life. However, it's not preventing anything if we're just going to detect it at 35 instead of 45. So in doing all of this stuff and understanding how these toxins build up in your body and things like that, I think awareness is the key to everything. So I have discussions with my daughters all the time when they um, were using products, you know, they all love to spray themselves with you know, those products from wherever, Victoria's Secrets or Sephora or things like that. And it's that fragrance Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. the first key that says, you know what, this is not healthy, right? Because the fragrances are, are some of the worst things you can put on your body. So if we're just talking to them about the importance of these things and making them aware that, you know, 90% of what is sold out there on a store shelf has these chemicals and toxins that we really don't want or need on our bodies, right? So they're much more aware. They obviously use clean skincare products and, and stuff like that. I'm not saying that they're perfect because, you know, they want to look good and smell good and all that and everything. So we've eliminated most of it and Maybe they're, you know, using things periodically that aren't the healthiest for them. However, they understand that they need to know exactly what's in these products and make an educated choice, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then, or even even limit how much time they use them. You know, as right. women, I, I, I remember I stopped using perfume must've been like four or five years ago around the time I had my daughter and, you know, I was really into health. I just graduated from a nutrition school and I try to do all of, you know, all of these things and just talking to you about it. I realized like how far, like I've gone with my lifestyle shift. And to me, it's just like a natural thing, you know, using non-toxic deodorant. And I don't use perfume, although I found a non-toxic perfume that I like absolutely love, right. That doesn't have all of those things that disrupt our hormones and really affect our health on, on like such a big level. And also if you're a mom, you don't really want to spray yourself with things, especially if you're like breastfeeding or if your child is constantly on you because they get to absorb that as well. So that is a one really fantastic tool and tip that somebody can take away and start looking at. And I remember once I stopped using perfume, must've been like months after I would 
get nauseous, like smelling it on people. It was so heavy and still is. And I, and I, I sometimes can't stand it. Like, I know it smells great for them, but it's just, I, I can't be around it. It's, it's literally toxic to my nose. Like I just smell it. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way, but you know, you said something that was key there that you found something that's a a fragrance that's non-toxic. And the one good thing about I, what's going on right now is that people really are becoming aware of this stuff. And there's so many choices out there that if you're looking, you can find products that don't have, um, you know, the toxins that you don't want in them. It's actually pretty easy. So it's really just about awareness and, and making those choices. And I also don't spray that pretty often. I mean, I'm sure it has some things it's, you know, it is a non-toxic one, but I don't use it every single day. I use it on special occasions. If I'm going to dinner or something like that Mm -hmm. for a while, I was using essential oils, which I love that I use on a daily basis that to enhance everything that I'm doing. Like it, it helps me with my mood. It helps me to stay focused. Like that is how you want to use fragrance correctly, I believe. So I, I'm a huge advocate for proper essential oils and like the ones that I use is from doTERRA and um you know they are like the the best quality out there in my opinion right well Um, it's funny yeah it's funny just just one quick note um being aware of this stuff is so critical because especially in this country there's no there's not enough um laws that say if products are harmful, which we know a lot of them are extremely harmful. Um, There's really no regulations that prohibit companies from using them and marketing them, right? And I, my hair, you can see is extremely curly right now. And for 10 years, I chemically straightened my hair. And, you know, 10 years ago, there was a big thing about companies removing formaldehyde in the chemical straightening products that were out there. And so I thought I was using something that was extremely um, healthy compared to what used to be out there. But what I found out since then is that the product that I was using, they took out formaldehyde, but they basically tweaked it and put it back in. So it wasn't old formaldehyde, but once it was heated, it turned right back into formaldehyde. So you really need to um, be aware and then make sure you understand the products that are out there and, and really how harmful some of these things can be. Because knowing what I know now about the chemicals that I put on my hair for 10 years, I'm pretty convinced it put me over the edge. Um, and so now I'll never straighten my hair again. And now I'm proud. Wow. And it looks beautiful. And I love well, it. Thank you. And, you know, you mentioned in the beginning of this talk that we are naturally exposed to toxins. You know, I live in New Jersey as well. And, you know, we're close to the city and it's just lots going on here. Um, but there are things, proactive things that we can do on the daily. So we cannot just depend like, oh, we're just living in this environment and can't do anything about it. There is things that we can do about it. 
like we talked about, you know, doing a cleanse or detoxing your body, really cleaning up your environment and stuff that you put on your body. And I sort of want to segue and go into like specific tips and tools, and I'll share some of mine as well to live a more toxic free life, but also specific targeted towards breast health. Since we are on the topic of, of that and it's, you know, we're in October. So what are, besides nutrition and besides cleaning, you know, up your cleaning products, what are some other tips and tools? It can be something physical. It could be something mental. What are some of your favorite tips and tricks for the women out there listening? Well, one of the things I had mentioned before that stress reduction was a huge component. Um, and I truly believe that we all are in need of stress reduction in this crazy life that we live in. Um, and my go-to is a yoga class. And I, I love to exercise and work out really hard. However, I make it a point to get to yoga at least once a week. And I try to do it twice a week because it's that downtime where you can really go inward and listen to your body and just relax and take in what the universe has to offer and really be grounded. And I think that's a huge component of, of making sure that you're listening to your body and giving it what it needs, um, you know, to be really whole at the love end of that. the day. Love that. I, I love yoga. Uh, it's, it's helped me in so many ways. It's taken me on this path to wellness and like, I can't thank it enough. And um, I wanted to share some of my tools that I would um, find helpful. So another thing besides stop, you know, me stopping using perfume, I switched over to natural deodorant and I speak to this, like in my classes, it's important to find one that works for you. Everybody's body chemistry is different. So I wouldn't get discouraged after trying like one, two, three. And like, let's say, you know, you smell at the end of the day, like definitely like, you know, buy a few and see what works for you. And also what I found is I can use one for six months and then something in my body changes and it's, it needs a different one, but it's so important. Our, you know, our armpits are right next to our breast. And if you are blocking, you know, the process of sweating out toxins, the toxins just go right back in, go into your breast tissue and just gets reabsorbed into your body. So it's important to just have something more natural. I know you use the one from Shackley. I use one from doTERRA. I like the one um, it's called balance. So that's my favorite one. Um, another thing that I do is I don't wear underwire in my bra and I haven't, I, oh my gosh, it's again, it's, it's been like about five years and I have about two that I use sometimes if I like, you know, if I'm going out and I want that extra push, but I find them now so uncomfortable. Like I literally cannot wait to like get them off. Like it's, it's like wearing an uncomfortable shoe for me. Like why, why am I doing this? Right. So I found a company that I truly love. It's called True & Co. So True & Company. And 
you know, they're, they're, they're pretty basic, but you know, they do lift, they, they hold everything in also like in the back, they don't give you the roll, you know, rolls. It's like, it's very smooth. I wear them to the gym. And to me, like, I actually enjoy wearing them. Like it moves with my body. Nothing is digging in me. And what happens with the underwire bra, it basically blocks your lymph um, fluid from just kind of like flowing. And so again, your body just ends up absorbing all of those toxins. Like that's just the way I, I envision it. Right. So you want everything to be, to be flowy. Um, and the last tip I would say would be to do, I learned this from another coach. I think she was on episode number three on this podcast a long time ago. Her name is Lacey Broussard and she talked about the importance of a breast massage after a shower. And she just simply demonstrated that you can just do like even 30 seconds of just like, you know, giving yourself a little massage. You can do some, you know, um, almond oil or whatever oil you're using. I wouldn't use like fragrant lotion, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to use something more natural. And so this really helps to move that fluid around. And also it like for what I found for me, it just helps to keep the breast super, like, just like firmer, right? Cause you're, you're working with those muscles. So those are my tips in terms of like breast health. I don't know if you have any other ones that you wanted to share. Yeah. One, one thing that I would add to that is, and you can accomplish it either through like a massage or dry brushing. And that's the importance mm -hmm. of getting your lymph fluid moving, you know, exercise yes. helps with that as well. But, um, you know, getting your lymph fluid moving throughout your body and getting it to drain um, is really so important in ensuring your body is taking in or, you know, eliminating the toxins where mm -hmm. they can, um, you know, so, so along with the infrared sauna, I also do the dry brushing um, that helps the lymph fluid move around and, and do that. So, so either dry brushing or massage really in combination with the infrared sauna is, is one thing that I, you know, do weekly at this point. That's great. You still do the infrared sauna? I do. Um, because like I said, we can't eliminate the toxins in our environment. Right. And at this point, I don't ever want them to build back up to give me any other disease, whether it's another cancer or um, a reoccurrence. So it's extremely important for me to do that. Um, I also have my girls doing it because, you know, obviously they're subjected to the same toxic, toxic environment that um, we all live in. So in order to ensure that they can be as healthy as possible, that's one thing that I have them doing as well. Love that. I actually purchased a infrared sauna blanket mm -hmm. and it's from a company called higher dose. I'll actually put the, I have a coupon code. It's for $75 off. Um, I'll put that in the show notes and it's basically a blanket that you put, you know, on, on the floor or on your bed. I usually put it on my bed and you put a towel and you go in there and you sweat it out. And so infrared sauna is different from like a regular sauna. So in my interpretation, the infrared sauna, you basically start detoxifying like from the inside. So like it heats you up right from the inside and then you yep. basically sweat everything out versus mm -hmm. like a regular sauna, it's more dry and it goes from out and in, right? 
Right. How do you how do you describe infrared sauna? Because I'm sure a lot of people don't know much about it. I mean, you just described it perfectly. And it's it does heat you from the inside out. So it helps you sweat out those toxins. And I know I've done the dry sauna before and you get well, I've gotten lightheaded and kind of woozy afterwards, which I don't like that feeling at all. But with the infrared sauna, you really don't get that woozy feeling. Um, and I, I guess it's because of the way it works, but, um, like I'll go in there and stay in there for a half an hour, 45 minutes. And the, the longer I do it, the longer I can stay in there without really even sweating. So it's, you know, you, you do get very used to it. And I come out of there feeling like a million bucks as opposed and the to goal feeling is drained. To sweat. Yeah. Yes. The goal is to sweat. That's, that's what you want for a long time. I hated sweating, but you know, I, I, after studying all of this, I realized how important it is to, to let all of that out. Well, so. well, when you, when you think about it, our body, we are detoxifying machines really. And we're meant to be, we have lymph fluid that's flowing throughout our cells all the time. Our liver and our kidneys are meant to um, you know, get rid of waste products and stuff like that. And sweating is a huge part of that. So if you, if you embrace it and, um, let your body really do what it's supposed to do, um, we are meant to detoxify our bodies to keep us healthy. So it's really amazing. I agree. And we have to help it to get healthy, right. To, to mm-hmm. detox constantly. So I think, you know, even finding out like a monthly, or weekly routine that you can commit to is super, super important. Like I, uh, I, ha- I haven't done the infrared sauna throughout the summer consistently, but I'm going to put it on my schedule to do it about three times a week for about 45 minutes. And then like, while I'm in there, I do either my meditation or sometimes like, I'll just put on a show, you know, and just to like mm-hmm. help me to get, get through that. But like you said, once you do it one, you know, more times, it just becomes a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to actually listen to podcasts or, you know, do some meditation while you're in there. It's to me, it's my, my downtime and like real self-care. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of embraced that and, and, and really use it just as me time, which is a gift. And it's also that stress reduction that we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Jackie, this was amazing. I do have a couple rapid fire questions. If you, if you're okay with that. All right. So let me see. What are you most grateful for at the moment? I am most grateful for my family and, um, and being healthy. Love that. Love that. So important. What is one thing that we can do today or right now for better health? Swap out those cleaning products and commit to ensuring you have, you get the foundational nutrition your body needs every single day. Love it. And when do you feel you're most beautiful? Actually, after I have a great workout at the gym and I'm all sweaty and feeling like I just did something wonderful for my body, right? Yeah, that's the best. That's Mm -hmm. the best. 
Awesome. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast and sharing your story. It's, it's super inspirational and it's definitely something to think about, you know, for our family members. Um, so for those of you listening, please share it with your best friend, your mom, your cousin, any woman in your life. I think it's a super important conversation to have, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a taboo conversation. It can just be, you know, what are some things that we can do for each other to help, you know, improve our lives. And and this is one, one way that we can do that. So again, thank you so much for coming on and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks, Michaela. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Style Podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like the show, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It's actually the best way to support the show. If you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to Healthy Style Podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or my personal page at Health with Michaela. I'm also offering 30-minute consultations where we can chat about your health and wellness goals and how to achieve them. You can schedule yours by visiting the website healthwithmichaela.com.